Good morning. This is Sean bringing you the Daily Skew, a summary of the best news commentary from the left, right, and center in under seven minutes. Today is Friday, June 15th, and we will be discussing the following stories. The James Comey report released, Agent Strzok, leader of the deep state resistance, separation anxiety, and trouble at the Trump Foundation. First, issue number one, the James Comey report released. The DOJ Inspector General's report on the Hillary Clinton email investigation found that then-FBI Director James Comey broke protocol but did not show signs of political bias. Here's what the left is saying. Many interesting findings emerged from the DOJ Inspector General's report on the Hillary Clinton email investigation, but one stands out above the rest. Then-FBI Director James Comey broke protocol and significantly damaged Hillary Clinton's candidacy, ultimately costing her the election. Presumably, Comey did this to protect himself from criticism that he had a pro-Clinton bias. Republicans are overjoyed. Not only are they using this report to discredit the Mueller investigation, they have been quick to point out that Comey also used his personal email to conduct government business. It seems that they are missing the point. President Trump was not elected because of his America First agenda or winning hair. He was elected because of the errors of Comey and the FBI. Oh, what could have been. Here's what the right is saying. In the words of Rudy Giuliani, James Comey was like a choir boy who turned into a devil. After much criticism of President Trump's firing of the former FBI director, James Comey, the DOJ Inspector General's report has vindicated the decision. The report stated unequivocally that Comey broke FBI protocol and left the agency in tatters. That begs the question, if Comey acted this way when President Trump was only a candidate, how might Robert Mueller be acting now? What protocols is he breaking? It is easy to dismiss these types of questions or allegations about the deep state as far-fetched, but it is important to remember that large organizations are made up of human beings, and, as Comey has time and again reminded us, human beings bring their own agendas and biases to their jobs. Next, issue number two, Agent Strzok, leader of the deep state resistance. According to the DOJ Inspector General's report on the Hillary Clinton email investigation, FBI agent Peter Strzok threatened to, quote, stop Trump, in a text message exchange with his FBI agent mistress. Here's what the left is saying. The right is seizing on one off-handed, out-of-context text message buried deep in the pages of the DOJ Inspector General's report on the Hillary Clinton email investigation to deflect the many substantive challenges facing President Trump. If you look closely at the report, however, you will see that Inspector General Michael Horowitz carefully scrutinized the FBI's handling of the case and concluded that it was, quote, not unreasonable. He found no evidence that political bias motivated the investigation or clouded the decision-making process. But do not expect the right to concede these points. They have a lot of distracting to do. Here's what the right is saying. FBI agent Peter Strzok was deeply influenced by his personal politics during his time at the agency. The left wants to dismiss his text messages, claiming that they have been, quote, taken out of context. Well, here is some context. Strzok, who was a key figure in the investigation into alleged collusion between President Trump and Russia, stated that he would, quote, stop Trump from being president. If his remark was taken out of context, why did Mueller remove him from the investigation? Perhaps because he had both the motivation and the means to carry out his threat. Next, issue number three, separation anxiety. The Trump administration's zero-tolerance immigration policy has led to a humanitarian crisis as federal agents separate border-crossing parents from their children. Here's what the left is saying. President Trump and Attorney General Sessions have stooped to an all-time low. Their zero-tolerance immigration policy has produced genuine horror stories. Little boys and girls sleeping in cages, Border Patrol agents telling parents that they will never see their children again, 
and suicide. The Trump administration would have you believe that it is merely following the law. It is clear, however, that the administration is actively pursuing a policy of intimidation and cruelty designed to deter would-be immigrants from illegally crossing into the U.S. Take a moment to imagine how desperate these families must be to uproot their lives and undertake a journey to the United States. Now, imagine how it must feel to come to the end of that journey only to have your children or child taken from your arms, scared, crying, and alone. This sadistic policy must come to an end. Here's what the right is saying. President Trump's zero-tolerance immigration policy has gone too far. While it may be technically true that the administration is treating border-crossing children the same as it would treat any child of criminal parents, these situations are not the same. The president's tone-deaf defense and attempt to blame Democrats have been unconvincing and, as a result, invited condemnation from all sides. He and his policy have been denounced by Franklin Graham, the son of the late evangelical Billy Graham, a number of Catholic bishops, and politicians in his own party. Paul Ryan voiced his opposition, and House Republicans are considering adding a provision to the immigration bill that would prohibit separating families at the border. The Tuesday primaries showed that candidates who challenge the president face a serious threat. In this case, however, conservatives must find the courage to do just that. Finally, issue number four, trouble at the Trump Foundation. On Thursday, the New York Attorney General sued the Trump Foundation and its directors, which include the president and his children, over allegations that they violated charities law. Here's what the left is saying. The Trump Foundation is nothing more than President Trump's personal slush fund. Consider, for example, that the largest reported donation, which totaled just over $250,000, was used to refurbish the fountain in front of the President's Plaza Hotel. Other notable donations include $20,000 for a portrait of, you guessed it, Donald Trump, and $12,000 for an autographed Tim Tebow helmet. Perhaps most damning, however, are emails from then-Trump campaign manager Corey Lewandowski directing the CFO of the foundation to disperse money during the Iowa primaries. While none of this is surprising, it is illegal. The Trump Foundation and its directors should begin preparing their defense. Here's what the right is saying. The allegations against the Trump Foundation are embarrassing, but it is not yet clear that they rise to the level of criminality. The president, for his part, has denounced the lawsuit as a ploy by, quote, sleazy New York Democrats, and singled out former Attorney General Eric Schneiderman, who resigned in May amid accusations that he physically assaulted four women. Given President Trump's combativeness and litigiousness, it is likely that this will be a protracted fight. It would be wise for the president to settle, however. He has far more important issues to worry about. And that's it for The Daily Skew. Our mission is to bridge the ideological and political divide with understanding and constructive dialogue. Please help us do so by spreading the word. Thank you, and see you on Monday.